0: Welcome to Faithful Echoes, the sermon podcast from St. Luke's Episcopal Church in Cleveland, Tennessee. New episodes are available every Monday featuring the Collect of the Day, Scripture readings, and Father Joel Hofstetler's insightful sermon from the previous Sunday. Perfect for catching up on missed sermons or revisiting favorites, find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and and our website at www.stlukescleveland.org/podcast. Subscribe now for spiritual reflections that fit seamlessly into your week.
1: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Let us pray. O oh God, who has caused this holy night to shine with the illumination of the true light. Grant us, we beseech thee, that as we have known the mystery of that light upon earth, so may we also perfectly enjoy him in heaven, where with thee and the Holy Spirit he liveth and reigneth one God, in glory everlasting. Amen.
0: Amen. A reading from the book of Isaiah. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness For all the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from the time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The word of the Lord. Be to God.
2: The psalm appointed for this evening is Psalm 96 found on page 725 of the Book of Common Prayer. We will read responsibly by half verse. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations. And his wonders among all peoples. For great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. He is more to be feared than all gods. As for all the gods of the nations, they are but idols. But is the Lord who made the heavens. O oh, the majesty and magnificence of his presence. O oh, the power and the splendor of his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, you families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord, honor and glory. Ascribe to the Lord the honor due to his name. Bring offerings and come to his courts. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole world tremble before him. Tell it out among the nations, the Lord is king. He has made the world so firm that it cannot be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens rejoice, and let the earth be glad. Let the sea thunder, and all that is in it. Let the field be joyful, and all that is in Then shall all the trees of the wood shout for joy before the Lord when he comes. When he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness. second lesson is a reading from Titus chapter 2 verses 11 through 14. For the grace of God has appeared bringing salvation to all training us to announce impiety and worldly passions and in the present age to live lives that are well well that are self-controlled upright and godly while we wait for the blessed hope and the manifestation of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He it is who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify for himself a people of his own who are zealous for good deeds. The word of the Lord.
3: The gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise
1: to you, of in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. <clears throat> I was doing some reading in preparation for tonight's sermon, and I came across a quotation that made a real impression on me. A contemporary of mine, a priest, observed, On this night, we are all very much the same. I invite you to let that wash over you. On this night, we are all very much the same. We in this room, we online, we Christians the world over, Tonight, the things that tend to divide us don't seem as important, do they? We're here tonight in unity. We're worshiping as a family. Wherever we are in life's journey, on this night, we are all very much the same. We've come together tonight to hear The story, the story, that first Christmas when God joined heaven to earth and earth to heaven. Another Bible scholar has said the gospel lesson for Christmas each year is the ever familiar, ever new story. Again, a poignant observation. Ever familiar. And ever new. Yes, for most of us, the story is very familiar. And yet each year it seems fresh because each year comes with a new invitation a fresh invitation to hear good news of great joy for all people. Yes, the story remains the same. What can change is our response. The ever-familiar story brings us comfort, something we all need. And yet the ever-new story brings with it a fresh invitation to hear the message of the angel. This could be the year, this could be the moment, when we hear in some new way just how deeply and how completely we are loved. The old, old story can make us new. The way the calendar falls this year, the fourth Sunday of Advent, is also Christmas Eve. In reading an article this week talking about that joining of for Advent and Christmas Eve, a priest in the Church of England wrote, The joy of Christmas awaits to be found. Another thought-provoking observation. The joy of Christmas awaits to be found. It is an ever-repeated story. It's familiar to most, if not all of us. And yet, that same story can change lives. In a moment, in an instant, we can come to a deeper recognition of just how much we are loved. For God so loved... The world. In a way, it's hard to preach at Christmas. The story is so familiar, it's hard to come up with something new. I want you to know I don't really try to come up with something new. I do want it to be fresh. And as I was pondering the old, old story this past week, I thought about a verse in Revelation in chapter 3, verse 20 where the exalted Christ says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. That beautiful mental image of the exalted risen Christ literally standing at a door, knocking, hoping to be invited in. I've never thought about that verse from Revelation in the context of Christmas until this year. But it's a beautiful mental picture, and it's the invitation to all of us that's issued afresh again tonight to hear the old, old story, to hear it a little more deeply, with a little more openness. Luke tells us that the first people to hear the good news were shepherds, workaday people, humble people in the society of their day. They just went to work that evening. They would have anticipated it would have been a normal day, a normal shift. But it was the angel who shared with them the good news, the hope, of what we call Christmas. What I want to emphasize is their response. Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. It's their response that can guide us tonight to hear afresh the depth of the good news, of great joy for all people. Of those shepherds, a Church of England priest named Mark Oakley writes, they, the shepherds, didn't go to the stable to become more religious. They went to become more human. Just offer that for you. They didn't go to the stable to become more religious. They went to become more human. Tonight, in the incarnation, God takes off his mask of invisibility and in so doing invites us to do the same. The good news of great joy is the incarnation. As the author of the Gospel of John says, the Word became flesh. Up until Jesus Christ, God had been a theory, a concept. People tried to imagine what is God like. Our theology is that God solved that mystery in the flesh and blood of Jesus Christ. God came to earth and took on human flesh so that we can finally be comfortable in our own skin. The beauty of Christmas is Jesus becoming one of us to show us how much we're loved. How much God wants relationship with us. We were created by love, for love. Yes, for most of us, it's a familiar story. Yes, it's meant to comfort us year after year after year. But it's also meant to challenge us, to invite us to go deeper in our journey with Christ, For God so loved the world that the Spirit of God became one of us. May our response be deep gratitude and a life of devotion to honoring our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.